we want to do when we're being mindful is take a moment to separate ourselves from those thoughts or those hypotheses and ask ourselves, is that really a skillful thing to do right now? The difficult part is, is that we, in, especially in today's uh, society, a hypothesis comes out, we identify with it, and we're off to the races before we even contemplate, was it a skillful thing to do? And that right there is one of the driving for one of the major driving forces of addiction and why mindfulness is so essential and powerful with addiction. The side effect of giving yourself that space is you feel. And that's why emotions and allowing ourselves to be present with the discomfort and growing distress tolerance and all of these things is such a vital component and why people struggle so much with mindfulness. This is why we have people who, uh, when, like partners that will get into relationships and they'll say, I don't understand how, how could I have married an addict? My father's an addict. I should have known better. And it's because they didn't have that awareness, right? Maybe, maybe not always, but of, of their mind's eye of how the mind seeks familiarity over uncertainty. And I think it was M. Scott Peck who said, mental health is the absolute commitment to reality, no matter what the cost. And the truth is, is reality is uncertainty. At its core, reality is, we don't know what's going to happen in any situation. And so the more comfortable we are in that, uh, in that uncertainty, the more skillfully we can respond to the environment that's around us. So, I mean, it's so profound, so, and so simple, yet so difficult. I mean, even as you said yes. that, I know this is like not a new concept for me. And I already started getting anxious when you said reality <laughs> is uncertainty. And I'm like, yes, I know that. And yet my, a lot of my drive is to go to certainty rather than embrace, you know, chaos and uncertainty. So I'm just, just aware, even as you said that of just my own nervous system activated. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, it's, it's the piece of, um, I, uh, my, my belief is that we're hardwired for continuity and consistency. And so to, to, <laughs> um, to, to, oh boy. Um, <laughs> I love that laugh. When that laugh comes out, she's battling it with something. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and the, the, the reality is, is change is inevitable. How, how to get comfortable with that though. Yeah, well, I think, you know, there's a wonderful saying, and actually, I think I learned this saying, uh, it's a, it's actually technically a Buddhist psychology saying, but I think I, I learned it from my training with Dr. Patrick Carnes, but he, uh, oh, no, 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 I think I, it, it wasn't from him, uh, but anyways, uh, if it's in the way, it is the way. Mm -hmm. And so that fear that arises when we contemplate the uncertainty or maybe resentment for the fact that we can't have things the way that they that we always want them or you know shame because we expected things to be a certain way forever uh, whenever that discomfort arises that's where we employ the curiosity as mindset of curiosity and move closer to it and invite it in or we have a compassionate uh mind state where we invite it in and, and we nurture ourselves in response to the discomfort. So instead of shying away or trying to rid ourselves from the discomfort, 
we move closer to the discomfort and allow ourselves to be present with it, abiding and trusting in ourselves that in time, that one, will we're, we're going to be okay, that we can survive with that discomfort. And listen, this is not easy. Um, but then at the same time, that it won't be that way forever, regardless of what our mind tells us. Let me ask, working definition of mindfulness uh, is, so what would you use? Because I'm hearing some different pieces from you. And um, what would you say the working definition is for regular folks? Yeah, so, um, and I won't be able to give the quote exactly, but I think John Kabat-Zinn gives a wonderful um definition of mindfulness, which is to be uh, aware of what's presenting itself in the here and now without reaction, without judgment, and without um, any type of behavioral or impulsive reaction, right? So to just pause, right? And to, to, to really just allow ourselves to you know, be present with that. I love, I'm a runner, so I love to run. And, you know, running never gets easier. <laughs> you know, it just doesn't, right? However, our ability to be present with the distress that the body creates in response to running increases. And there is no, uh, no example I could give from my mind's biases that's a better example of mindfulness than that mindfulness never gets like oh yeah it's easy now um yet the, the the intensity of the discomfort that arises as we practice it decreases mm 